You're listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast. With Judy Bazzazzaro, Senior Editor. Brought to you by Supply Side East, April 9 through 10 in Secaucus, New Jersey. Hi, and welcome to another installment of the Healthy Insider podcast. I'm Judy Bazzazzaro, the Senior Food and Beverage Editor of Natural Products Insider. And with me on the phone today, I have Sarah Young. She is the Vice President and General Manager of Morningstar Farms and Plant-Based Proteins. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. I know it's a busy time around Natural Products Expo, and brands are busy gearing up to release new products that will soon be hitting the shelves. For our listeners, as a little backgrounder, uh, Melissa Cash is the Head of Global Marketing and Strategy Innovation uh, for Plant-Based Protein and Natural Brands at Kellogg. And she spoke on the uh, Expo West panel, Growing the Plant-Based Market. She discussed Morningstar Farms' brand and its impact on the plant-based foods category. So today, Sarah is going to continue that conversation about this really exciting category. So again, welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much, Judy, for having me today. I'm really excited to speak with you today about Morningstar Farms and the role that Kellogg's will play in overall growing the plant-based market and segment And I'm maybe even more excited to share the news of our commitment to be 100% plant-based and vegan by 2021. This change will have a dramatic impact on the egg white consumption and reduce egg whites by over 300 million every year. It's a real exciting opportunity for us making this change. Morningstar Farms, as you know, their favorites can be enjoyed by many people and being able to impact the environment in a significant way by reducing water waste, land usage, and carbon is really important to Kellogg's. And as part of this commitment, and I hope your listeners will come out and try our 100% plant-based new vegan cheeseburger at Expo West. We took our already delicious vegan meat lovers quarter pound patty and mixed in the first 100% plant-based cheddar cheese. And so this is a really exciting opportunity to be the first ones to launch a plant-based vegan cheeseburger. Okay, that sounds great. I'm anxious to try that. I'm sure it's going to be a a huge hit, and obviously the plant-based foods category is growing by leaps and bounds. I believe that last year plant-based food sales hit $3 billion. Can you kind of talk about why this category is so exciting and why it's gaining so much traction? Sure. Um, You know, it's really fun to talk about food, and I think think if you think about why it's growing so much, first and foremost, our foods are delicious. And we're making really great food that satisfies today's consumers. Uh, You can look at industry research, and we've done our own. And what we've seen is that U.S. consumers are really taking more effort to eat less meat and eat more plants. And we talk about this as consumers are always um, trying to satisfy their good intentions across health, sustainability, and animal welfare. But today's consumers, whether they be millennials or Gen Z, are also more discerning when they look for their healthier choices, and they're not willing to sacrifice taste. So they're seeking great tasting ways to indulge their eating habits with veggie offerings that offer bold and really exciting flavors and consistent textures. So we're really focused on that marriage of great taste with plant-based veggie options that are accessible to as many consumers as possible. And obviously, Morningstar Farms has been in the plant-based food business for decades. I mean, you you guys are a leader in that category. As a leader, what can you pass on to some of these smaller brands and some of the startup brands that are wanting to enter this category? 
Uh, I love this question, and I think it's interesting about wisdom as the market is really changing and consumers' tastes are changing every day. But as Morningstar Farms was founded in the 1970s and really on this core belief that plant-based foods could benefit consumers long before this option could become mainstream, one of the real keys to success has been listening to our consumers' wants and needs and evolving that and how to think about what they want today and how do we make those choices more accessible and easier to enjoy. So things like some of the renovation and innovation we've done over the years, getting out of all artificial colors and flavors, moving some of our foods to non-GMO soy, as consumers wanted more satisfying and larger portions offering quarter pound vegan burgers and renovating most of our chicken lineup to be vegan. you know. Really understanding these consumer needs has been critical to exploding the category. And overall, I think both ourselves and our competition are all here for the same reason. We want to make plant-based eating more accessible to everyone more often. And so we really welcome others into this category as we work together towards completing that mission. And you know, lastly, if you think about wisdom, I think there's an importance of taste and plant-based and nutritious foods all still have to have that delicious taste. We know that first bite or experience is really important, and so texture and taste matter even more. Otherwise, consumers walk away. And so for us, that means bringing Morningstar Farms American Classics to our fans, so much so that they didn't even realize that they had to sacrifice or make any changes from their favorite foods. Okay, great. Um, that kind of led into the, the next question. Can you discuss a little bit of the, you know, obviously taste sure. is, is huge. I mean, if if yeah. if, if you yeah. don't like it, you're not going to buy it again. And, and, you know, obviously social media and word of mouth and all this. How does that calculate into the formulation? I mean, I mean, really it has to go back to the drawing board from the ingredients to, you know, the food scientists and all this. You know, how do you accomplish making a really great tasting product? So, you know, I think our uh, research and development team has made tremendous strides in um, technology that enables texture, taste, and flavor profiles to all come together. You know, the story I like to say here is, as I joined this business, one of my kids' favorite activities is to blind swap our chicken nuggets versus competitive real chicken nuggets and see if their friends notice a difference. And I think that speaks to how far our research and development team has come, so much so that we can mimic um, and act like real meat without sacrificing on taste. We pay even more attention to things like texture as we innovate, and, and that's really why one of the commitment of Morningstar Farms going vegan by 2021 is so, it was so challenging is because we really had to make sure we weren't compromising on taste or texture and, and we're able to do that with some of the breakthroughs. Great. And, and, and as you mentioned, taste and texture, I think uh, just walking the shows this year um, and last year, there's so many different types of uh, formats of the plant-based, you know, alternative meats. You know, you've got your shreds, you've got your crumbles, sliced, uh, you know, nuggets, uh, you know, actually some in the, in the shape of uh, a form filet. I think that we're seeing a lot more innovation, as you mentioned, in delivering what consumers want for all types of different applications. Can we go back? Uh, we, you know, you talked about uh, R&D, but obviously you have a great product. You need a really strong marketing team. So, how does Morningstar Farms approach the marketing of plant-based uh, foods? And, and obviously, 
this new initiative to go vegan by 2021? Is it going to be a lot of retail um, sure, advertisement? You know. Yeah, absolutely. I did not mean to cut you off, Judy, at all. Uh, You know, we're really excited about Morningstar Farms and the being the leader in this space and and the breadth and scale that we're able to bring in terms of educating and driving awareness uh, with consumers. Really, the category tends to take off um, around as grilling season heats up. So what we'll see is a holistic approach to driving awareness and trial, not just around vegan cheeseburger, but the breadth of our Morningstar Farms are offering. And we really feel it's our responsibility to drive the awareness and the education as we want to bring more consumers into the space and feel that we have the right product offering um, and lineup to do that. Let's talk a little bit about how you're going to accomplish the goal of going vegan by 2021. What are the first steps that are going to roll out with this announcement? Right. So um, we've already converted um, some of our lineup. It's over, you know, like 40-ish percent of our lineup has already gone vegan. Um, as I mentioned before, some of our chicken, most of our chicken products, et cetera. And, and really, we're rolling the rest out um, as we renovate and innovate on core forms. So vegan cheeseburger is the next one to launch. And then we will continue to roll through the rest of the portfolio, um, including some of our specialty offerings over the next year and a half. And then just a quick question for my own knowledge. Are you doing anything with food service? Uh, Yes, we are. Um, So Morningstar Farms is a total brand across um, both food service and and retail. And so our, our commitment is across the entire portfolio. Okay. I know that a lot of brands really have been pushing the food service side and really educating, especially at the college level. And, you know, answering, again, answering demand. I think that there's just been a whole shift in how innovation is happening in this in this food realm. Uh, you know, 10 years ago, a company would introduce a product and say, this is great, you should buy it, it tastes great. You know, two or three years ago, the consumer started saying, we want a product that tastes like this and has this ingredient and is delivered in this type of packaging. And I think, you know, the, the brands, you know, especially the leaders like Morningstar Farms, listened and they understand what the consumers want. And I think that that's, you know, really uh, a feather in your hat, so to speak. Thank you for that, Judy. I um, I agree, and I also am really excited about the future potential uh, the explosion of the plant-based category can give to both mass and to or or retail and specialty or or food service, as you mentioned. If you think about having alternative plant-based options across menus, you know your mind kind of explodes with the possibility of. Uh, breakfast sandwiches of state fair corn dogs. You know, you can go down the list of where Morningstar Farms products and lineup could play an even more critical role. Okay, great. And then finally, you know, I know this is we've been talking about the future of plant-based uh, plant-based foods. Looking into your crystal ball, five years from now, we're going to Expo West 2024. What do you think the, is what do you think the category is going to look like? You know, um, we've been really inspired by the milk business recently. And if you walk store shelves now, any option of milk is available in a plant-based alternative. And from a Morningstar Farms perspective, I think the future in five years is 
wherever you have a meet, you will have a plant-based alternative. Great, um, and I, t I totally agree. It's going to be exciting to see uh, all the innovation at Expo West and uh, for a few years to come. Yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up, and I, I want to thank you for joining us today on this Healthy Insider podcast. I'm excited about the growth opportunity for plant-based foods and really can't wait to see the innovation that you're going to bring to the table for the future. Thanks, Judy. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the health and nutrition industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud account. This episode has been brought to you by Supply Site East, April 9 through 10, in Secaucus, New Jersey.